Can I have a one-word prompt, please? Doll. Doll. All right. Here we go. Three, two. I'm trying to think if I... I mean, being a boy, we didn't have many dolls. Oh, I will say, okay, so we had this, like, um, I don't even... It, I don't know what's called probably a doll my dad found some old like from the 60s doll and would hide it around the house to like scare okay, us okay that's terrifying but hold on one sec hey welcome to the over talking podcast with your hosts ken and cj say hi cj hi cj this is the show where we talk over tv shows and movies as chosen by our guests and this week we watched megan and, and it is Megan, not M three Gan. I like to call her Mathregan. <laughs> okay, but, I like that. Um, as you can tell, Ken is sick this week, which is me, and that's why my voice sounds so different. <laughs> um, no, Ken is gone, and our special guest this week, your very favorite guest, is me, Carissa. Hi, CJ. Hi, Carissa. <laughs> What's up? Thanks for stepping in the hosting role. Oh, you're so welcome. I thought that I could do it. Um, I practiced on the way over and out loud in my car, and I think I nailed it. You did. It shows. Okay, amazing. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Ken is dead. Uh, he won't be returning to the yeah, show. Yeah, Ken went to Egypt and never came back. <laughs> That's right. No, Ken, poor, poor Ken has a little cold, or yeah. maybe a big cold. We're not sure. Yeah. But um, he can't join us today, so you're stuck with just the two of us this That's week. right. He's a big boy. It's probably a big cold. Yeah, big boy, big cold. That's how it goes. <laughs> I feel for him. I had a cold last week. It was rough. It was not fun. It wasn't COVID, but it still was not fun. Yeah, I think because we are like inside for three years, mm-hmm. now like just an average cold will like put you on your ass. Yes, absolutely. Like we're not used to it anymore. Yeah, and before COVID, I'm, I'm actually really upset about this because before COVID, I had an immune system of steel. Because one year, I got the flu twice in the span of like three months. Two different strands of the flu. And it just really solidified my immune system. And I wouldn't even get colds. Like for years, I wouldn't get sick. Um, And then COVID happened and I was inside for a long time. And now um, I have no immune system, it seems. But I don't think I'm alone. The flu sucks. It sure does. And like... You know, you get a cold and you think like, oh, I have the flu. But you know when you have the flu. I I was uh, a huge dum-dum when I was younger. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and I like one year, I just did not get a flu shot and mm-hmm. then got the flu. And you're like, oh, holy shit. Like, I can't move yeah. without it hurting. Yeah, literally. Like, you literally can't. I didn't leave my bed like mm-hmm. all day. Yeah, your skin hurts. Yeah, like I any any movement at all. You mm-hmm. can't like eat. Nothing is appetizing. Like it's yeah, awful. Yeah, I, I have to admit, and maybe this is too much information. So feel free to tell me if this is too much information. Listeners, sorry in advance. But the worst part about having a fever for me is undoubtedly sitting down on the toilet because your skin hurts <laughs> so bad and that's already a sensitive area and you go and you sit down and it hurts and you know it's gonna hurt before you sit down that's my least favorite part of having the flu yeah that's rough <laughs> worse than all of the other symptoms yeah. worse than you know not getting out of bed um yeah the sitting on the toilet's the hard part. yeah you're yeah. like come on buddy like yeah. i have to do this <laughs> yes i don't understand but yeah shout out to ken we hope you're feeling better i'm sorry that we had to um, move on without you but here we yeah. are. 
I, I am sad because I wanted to hear Ken's takes on, I know, this, yeah. on this movie. So we'll have to check in with him. Yeah, we will be hearing from him later in the show. Amazing. Okay, because I, I have a lot of opinions and thoughts about this movie. Um, obviously, I don't think anyone's surprised. But I also imagine that Ken has some strong feelings about this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this. Uh, uh, yeah, it like goes into the territory of like... I don't think it's trying to be a full-blown comedy, but it kind of is a little mm. bit like... Oh, it's funny. Yeah. It, it feels like kind of a, a spoof yes. of, a, of a horror movie. Totally. Yes. We're And I, I, I know we're going to get into it, but um, were you scared by this movie? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. There were parts of it that were scary for sure, but like scary in not like a jump scare necessarily right. way. Yeah. Um, I'll get into that a little. There later. were some creepy parts for sure. Yeah, no, maybe I'm lying. Now one one scene comes to mind where I'm like, oh, okay, now it's getting a little like yeah, totally. creepy in in horror territory. Yes. But I remember the first time that we saw this trailer. I think we were together, CJ, and I think that we were watching. We went to see the Glass Onion. Oh yeah, that's the first time that I saw this trailer, and um, we saw that little dance mm-hmm. that's featured in the trailer. And I heard a little bit of trivia, which is that this movie was shot as an R-rated film, but the trailer was so popular with like Gen Z and kids because of that like pseudo TikTok dance that they had to then do some reshooting and re-editing to make it PG-13. That's right. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, Because uh, Ken's the usual trivia person. I just pulled up the IMDb page, and that was the one I saw. Really? Yeah, it was okay. the one you just mentioned. Was, okay, yeah, well, that went viral on TikTok. Yes, I am not surprised because that was the highlight of the trailer for me. <laughs> and we were um, when we were seeing the Glass Onion, we were with friend of the show Steve, mm-hmm. who he didn't watch the Glass Onion. He closed his eyes because um, canonically he has never seen any other films. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, apart from you know those few that he's covered on Citizen the show. Kane. Citizen Kane and then the entire Fast and Furious franchise. He was there for the popcorn. Yes, he yeah. was there. He was there with us, but he closed his eyes and mm. he plugged his ears. <laughs> but um, after the after the, he did watch the trailers, though. Yeah. And he saw Megan Mathrigan and um, Steve shout out. Hey, we asked him, Steve, would you go see that with us? And he said no, because he doesn't like dolls. Interesting. Yes. And so um, since then, we've tried Eric and I have tried to get Steve on board uh, with some doll related films and Steve is not interested for a number of reasons but films like Leprechaun which apparently he thinks that's a doll I'm not sure about that it's a leprechaun (laughs) but we were also watching um, the Chucky movies and he Uh, wanted no part of it yeah I now remember the name of the doll it's a howdy doody doll was the one my dad had like and would hide around the house okay why would he hide it around the house to to be fair we were already like older so it's not like we were like seven years old and he was like legitimately trying to scare you i because he's a weird dude i don't know (laughs) no comment yeah Um, my my father-in-law no comment yeah i i don't know if i was ever really afraid of dolls but i have a distinct memory of a friend of mine who in her grandparents house they had a pool so we would visit all the time And her grandparents had this porcelain doll collection and they were all just on this shelf looking at you and it faced that shelf faced the bed that we all slept in because, you know, as a seven year old, we all just slept in the bed together. Nice. Um, But I remember that being scary. 
Um, but I had a porcelain doll that um, now is my, I like to think of her as scary enough to be a Halloween decoration. So when Halloween comes around, I set her out and she's my Halloween decoration because she is spooky. Yeah. Yes. I think any, yeah, any porcelain doll these days, like yes. I want no part of. No. And I wanted it so bad as a kid. I literally like, we went to the doll factory <laughs> which is a thing. And we browsed the shelves, um, which were full of porcelain dolls. And I spotted this one and I said, that's the one. That's the one I want. Her name is Kennedy, um, which is the silliest name I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> and I never lived that down. My parents um, still give me crap about choosing the doll named Kennedy. What were they making at this doll factory? Nightmares? That's good. That's good. I'm not laughing, but I'm acknowledging that it's Thank good. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Just as good of a yeah, reaction. Yes, I appreciate that. And um, all right. And I think that's a perfect time yeah. to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back to talk about Mithrigan. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm going to do everything I can to make this place feel like home. Just wish I could see them again. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. And we're back um, on the Overtalking podcast. Again, Ken is not with us, but you are RIP. Um, um, you have the... One. yep. You have the great pleasure of hearing me and um, CJ talk about Mithrigan this week. So. so this is normally where I would say, hey, Carissa, why'd you pick this movie? But I picked this movie. Yeah, I was shocked that you picked this movie. Um, it, it, I mean, it's not, as you've said, it isn't really scary, scary. Yeah. But I think it was kind of marketed as a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a a Bloomhouse yes Bloomhouse yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. who is who does horror yep. movies right yeah. yep yeah so I was shocked that um, I think you saw it maybe even before I saw it oh yeah I I heard it being promoted um, Allison Williams was talking about it on a podcast gotcha. and they were sort of saying like oh the the host of the podcast was like oh no this is like funny like there's yes. there's a lot of like funny parts and I was like oh okay. And the, just the way that they were talking about it, it was like, oh, this doesn't, it's definitely a horror movie, but it doesn't seem like you're, yeah, no real, like, a lot of jump scares no. or, yeah, it, it seemed uh, manageable for a scaredy cat like me. It was definitely manageable. I think that I had the biggest grin on my face from the moment that it began to the moment that it ended. I uh, don't want to spoil my rating, but I had such a good time watching this movie. It's yeah, I, it's fun. Yeah, That's how I would fun. describe it. Like it is fun. It, it's fun. No jump scares, which I like, and yeah, it is legit. It feels like a spoof on a horror movie, and yeah. and I think even they they have like uh, Ronnie Chang as the boss of the tech company, mm-hmm. um, who is like he's on the daily he's a Daily Show correspondent. Uh-huh. He is like a comedian, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think they cast it uh, super well. Uh, but Carissa, that reminds me of the part of the show we're supposed to do. I was hoping you forgot. <laughs> Which is we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe the movie for someone who's never seen it. Ready? Go. All right. Opens with a family immediate. We fade in. Immediately, um, the parents in this family are killed. Yeah. The child is orphaned. 
Uh, then the rough start. yes, rough start. Uh, this little girl, uh, she goes to live with her aunt who makes uh, robots. Ten seconds. And she befriends a new robot bestie named Mithrigan. Five. And Four, uh, hilarity three, ensues. Two, one. It and does. it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, this was, um, I was really hoping you forgot about that part. <laughs> But this, at least I remembered that it was part of the show. Usually, even though I've been on here a million times, I usually show up and then that part of the show comes up and I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I didn't forgets. think about this at all. I forget that we do the Rotten Tomato score every yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, we could both cheat yeah, every week. Yeah, totally. But I, ne- I legitimately never remember. Yeah, it's not even that I'm like too good for cheating. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I just forget. Yeah. I we forget get to the that part, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What would it be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, this is a grim uh, start to the movie. But um, right away, I'm getting a lot of like Orphan the movie vibes. Mm. Um, that I saw a lot of parallels between this movie and Orphan. Have you seen Orphan? No. Okay. I won't spoil the um, I won't spoil the twist in Orphan because it is wild, truly wild. Um, but similarly to Mithrigan, this um, orphan, she's kind of tasked with taking care of the kids in this in this house, this adopted sibling. And in the same way, Mithrigan is built. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling her Mithrigan. Her name is it's not Megan still to, funny me. to me. Mithrigan is built essentially to help. Uh, Gemma, who is kind of our, uh, she's our parental, she's our guardian in this situation. Um, She builds Mithrigan so that essentially, she says she built her to take, uh, to to watch over, um, what's the little girl's name? The orphan. The the orphan. I'll just call her the orphan. Oh, that's confusing because I brought up the movie The Orphan. That's okay. I don't remember her name, The Orphan. But it seems pretty almost immediately it becomes clear that Gemma built Mithrigan so that she did not have to parent this child. So it's her sister is the one that died in the car accident. So now she's taking guardianship and it is established very quickly of like, oh, you have no idea what you're doing as far as like how to take care of a child. No, and not not even that she is like, she doesn't have any children of her own. She doesn't have a lot of experience taking care of others. It's not just that. Like- Honestly, Child Protective Services would get involved immediately if this were real. Because she it's not just like that she is scared that she's not doing a good job. She's like straight up negligent. Yeah. Straight up. Also, her name I'm just now seeing. I thought her name was Katie. As in Kate. It's C A D Y. Oh no. (laughs) Why would so so the two main characters' names are Gemma with a G. And with and M's. Yeah. And K D instead of K T. Yeah. Okay. Confusing. Poor choice. Yeah. And friggin' at least Mithrigan's a normal name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh this house that they're living in, first of all, is beautiful. It's an amazing home, but on all of the walls there are uh, toys that um, are still in their packaging because she is what, like a robotics engineer or yeah. something. She develops toys. Super smart. Yes, and 
the Katie is like, oh, toys, I want to play with them. And she's like, don't touch those. They're like Those are collectibles. And uh, I love later in the movie, too, when she finally caves and lets Katie play with one of the toys. And they're just like rolling it around on the ground like it's a tennis ball. And she's like, oh, well, actually, actually, I built that. And actually... It's supposed it's, to do this. It's really and... cool, and it does these things. And uh, the social worker is like, um, maybe just let the little kid play with the toy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was so good. She works at like a a, a souped up Hasbro type company, yes. but like in the robotics division. Yes. And so is building this like Mithrigan robot AI yeah. thing. And she's building it in secret behind her boss's back. Right. But her boss, after seeing Mithrigan, is like, oh, yeah, we can really profit off of this. Parents won't have to parent their children anymore. Yeah. Um, and so they get a bunch of investors together to um, observe Mithrigan in the wild. And, okay, this is bringing me to a moment that we have to talk about, which is that Mithrigan sings. Yeah. Okay, what was your reaction to the singing? Because that was not featured in the trailer, and it was a shock. Yes, super creepy. I I think, like, any time a, like, weird, demonic child sings, something about, like, singing is you're all of a sudden like, ugh, I don't like this. What's happening? It was bizarre. It was shocking. Yeah. Um, It changed me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The first time she sings, though, it is kind of sweet because... Katie is feeling sad that her parents are dead, <laughs> as you would. Yeah. And um, trying to comfort her. Yeah, she's trying to comfort her. She's trying to uh, record the stories that she's sharing about her dead parents. <laughs> and then she sings her a sweet little song. And yeah. uh, the investors are watching as this happens. They're all crying. Yeah, they think it's uh, so sweet. Yeah, they think it's great. Um, what they don't know is that Megan, Mithrigan. <laughs> has um, started disobeying uh, Gemma. Gemma, yeah. yeah, Allison Williams. Yes. Yeah, so they, they what did she call him? Like, oh, like imprint on yes. her or something like mm-hmm. that? So Me- Mithrigan's objective <laughs> is to defend Katie. Mm-hmm. Such a stupid, so stupid, just call her Katie. Yeah. That's a normal name. I mean, Katie is the name of, that's the name of the character, I think, that Lindsay Lohan plays in... Mean Girls. Her name is Katie. C A D Y. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've. That's this is the, the first time I'm seeing yeah, that name. That's ever. the only other time I've ever heard of a Katie. Definitely, if I saw that written down, I would say like Caddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie, Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. Go oh, on. Oh no. It, so yeah. So she starts to disobey. Like her main objective is defend Caddy at all <laughs> costs, and she takes that to an extreme where like she's able to analyze situations and people's body temperatures and emotions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Caddy becomes way too attached yes. to Mithrigan. As we all knew she would. Yeah. Yes. And and the social worker even sort of starts to warn her of like, hey, this can get bad. She's never going to want to like let go of Mithrigan mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And it's also established that Caddy was homeschooled previously. Right. right. So she doesn't really have like friends. No. So which again is why she's so attached to Mithrigan. Mm-hmm. And then where it starts to take a turn is like, there's a couple of spots. What, what I'm getting to is when they're taken to this like 
more sort of like hippy dippy yes. children's yes. outdoor, outdoor school. school. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like camp essentially. Uh-huh. And there's a a bully kid and oh that gets gosh. paired up with Caddy. We have to talk about this bully kid because his mom, his mom and Gemma kind of like team up. They're like, oh, look how sweet our They're kids like making are. Sandwiches. Oh my gosh. And she's like, that one's mine. She's like, hey, honey. And he yells over. He's like, fuck you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call, calls her by her name, yes. not even mom. Yeah, I don't like, even yeah. remember what her first name, but yeah. yes, he calls her by her first name. And they're like, oh, what a fun age. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, starts to bully Caddy and... <laughs> Uh, then Mithrigan goes into like protective oh mode. Oh my gosh. And starts to play dead at first yes. to like lure this bully into a false sense of security mm-hmm. and then reaches out and grabs him by the ear yes. as like a old school parent would do. But then just starts to pull an ear yes. to the extent that I don't think is no. possible. No, absolutely not. That would not happen. It stretches so far. It's like four inches yes, away from it stretches from so face. far. And then it does ultimately rip off. But yeah. I don't think it would stretch like that. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where like you're seeing light come yes, through. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, Jesus. But we also in this scene see what I found to be the most horrifying part of the entire film, which is when Mithrigan runs on all fours, yeah. <laughs> which I don't remember like, if that's in the trailer or not. Crawls like a zombie okay. thing, yeah. I have a problem with things moving in unnatural ways. So like when I see, and this is natural, but when I see like a snake on the ground and it like moves in the way that snakes move, I feel like sick to my stomach. It's disgusting. It freaks me out. And I had that same feeling when I saw Megan Mithrigan running on all fours. I was like, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) This is unnatural, (laughs) horrifying, and too fast. She ran too fast on all fours. But yeah, she, I mean, it, it was effective, it was terrifying. Uh, so I I started, so if you listen to last week's episode, our mini review one, Ken brought up this Netflix show, Physical 100. Okay. I have now since started watching it and love it. I get okay. why I like it is entertaining. So there's this, uh, so it's a hundred people. It's like physical challenges. Okay. And one of the challenges is two people are paired up and put in this like arena essentially okay and there's a big ass like medicine ball and the challenge is whoever is holding the medicine ball when the time expires okay wins sure so you can essentially like ignore it the entire time and just kind of like fight each other and wrestle Mm -hmm. one of the contestants is this choreographer guy who is in charge of like he makes the zombie motions for movies and stuff okay and what you're describing his opponent gets the medicine ball and this choreographer guy is now having to like chase him around the arena and does shit like that like goes on all fours and is is a contortionist and you're like oh my god this guy is a real life zombie i would literally just hand him the ball like just (laughs) take it take it it. yeah that's yeah that's disgusting he ends up losing spoilers oh damn Because at the end of the day, he isn't really like that strong. Sure, so the he's, other a, guy he's just, just kinda, a contortionist. Yeah, he's kind of like a skinnier dude. And, oh my god! But it is—it was wild to yeah, watch because th- there's scary. like weird. It's kind of like a jungle gym type arena, sure. and so this dude is like 
running underneath things on mm-hmm. all fours and it was like oh my god this mm-hmm. dude is a real life zombie nope i cannot handle that and speaking of zombies we're also currently watching um the last of us oh god which um i had to stop watching literally yeah. had to stop watching it because it was too dark too scary i was having like really horrible i have bad nightmares all the time anyway and it was making my nightmares so much worse i just told eric i was like you can watch it without me i can't do this any longer but yeah. in that movie, this is not a, or in that show, this is not a spoiler. They're fast zombies, not slow zombies. Oh, yeah. And I so can't take worse. it. It's yeah. the exact same experience. It's like, I feel like I'm going to barf when I see these zombies running so fast. I don't know why physiologically I react that way, but I cannot take it. Yeah. People keep at it like, oh, are you watching? It's like, no, I, no, I've seen the reaction videos of people like episode yes. two. They're just like weeping. Yes. It's like, nope, I'm nope. good. I'm you sure can, it's a great show. Yes, you can Not watch. You can watch the episode with Nick Offerman. That can be a standalone episode. Watch that. Don't worry about watching anything else because yeah. that's a really beautiful episode. And I love Nick Offerman. Yeah. But the rest of it was just like way too dark for me. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I like same with the whale. I Haven't I hear it it's yet. amazing, but I I'm sorry. I'm at a a stage in my life now where like I I don't really want to cry no. for entertainment. No, like, and that's how I feel too. And I used to be someone who wanted to feel yes, everything. Yeah. And now the one for me that I'm avoiding is After Sun because I want to see that so bad. But I've heard, yeah, it's newer, but I've heard that it just like wrecks you. And I'm like, I'm already wrecked. I don't need to be wrecked anymore. (laughs) I've I've got enough of that on my own. I am at rock bottom. (laughs) I cannot go any lower and I can't subject myself to things like that right now. I know I'm sure I'm missing out on like masterpieces Of of entertainment, but like... I can't do it. No, and, and maybe someday. Yeah, maybe years from now, yeah. if the world ever returns to what was normalcy, yes. then yes. like maybe I'll have it in me. Yes. But I'm still feeling the like pandemic blues. Yeah, I can't like, do it. I, I just don't have it in me anymore. Nope. Which is why we watch movies like Mithrigan. Yeah. Yes. Because um, it is very funny. Later, she sings another song. Do you remember what song it is? Because the first one I didn't know, but the second one really shocked me to my core. What was it? Bulletproof, <laughs> nothing to lose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she sings Titanium and it's shocking. It's really, it, and it, she sings the entire verse. And some, I think she also sings the chorus. Yeah. It's horrifying. <laughs> it might be one of the scarier parts of the film. <laughs> And I assume they're doing it because I think it is like established that she is built she of is titanium. titanium. She yeah. is just stating facts yeah, in like, song form. I, hey, just so you all yeah. know, I am bulletproof. I am bulletproof. Nothing <laughs> so if you to try lose. Try to take me on. Fire away. Yeah, you're because I lose. am titanium. Really, really a shock. Uh, I did not expect the singing, and I definitely did not expect that song. Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. That was another highlight for me. I'm trying to even think how this movie ends because I'm so distracted by the running on all fours and the singing. That's like all I took away from this movie. I, what comes to mind now is when she starts chasing after uh, Ronnie Chang. Okay. We have not even gotten to the TikTok dance. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's scary. She returns to the lab where she was created, her home, her her birthplace, (laughs) and Starts to like go haywire, isn't accepting the shutdown commands or anything, and starts chasing after the boss, Ronnie Chang's character, goes into the hallway of this office, 
where there is like just a random inlet of a hallway where there's a big old paper cutter. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know that this type of place would have one of those. Just no, like in I it, don't think anyway. so. <laughs> and decides to. It's always the. It's always creepier when they don't run. Yes, they're like confident as like, no, I'm just gonna walk after yes. you. Like you can't escape me. With a big, um, big uh, paper cutter thing like, in her yeah, hand. Yeah, blade. Yes, literally, that's the word I was <laughs> yeah. looking for. Blade. Yeah, takes it off of the thing and then just starts yeah chasing after Ronnie Chang, uh, and spoilers kills him. She kills him. Uh, Megan is Mathurgan is ruthless. Yeah. Uh, she must protect Caddy at all yeah. costs. Do you think Caddy is very catty? I think that Caddy is a poor little victim who yeah. of of not only her parents dying, but of her horrible aunt. But her heir of her aunt's neglect. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gosh. Yeah, poor Katie. She's so sad. Um, but she does love Mithrigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel a little bad for Gemma at times where she's trying to sort of like turn it around of like, okay, I'm going to try to make a connection with this human child and like talk to her. Yes. But at that, it's too late. It's too late. Caddy's already in love with Mithrigan. Exactly. Mithrigan is the parent now. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I think that Gemma, it's crazy because there's a point in the, in the show where, or in the movie where she's basically just like, yeah, Mithrigan just can parent her. Isn't this Mm. great? I'm getting so much work done. It's like, yo, what? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) This poor child. And and Caddy says stuff of like, I'm learning so much. Yes. And then one of the... Sorry. (laughs) I just remembered the part of the parenting skill where Caddy has to be reminded four times to flush the toilet after she uses the bathroom. Which I didn't think was an issue by the time you're like, what, 12? No, I would hope not. I have no idea how old this girl is. Yeah, that's good. She also is reminding her to put her drinks on coasters. Yeah. And at one point, Gemma tries to get Caddy to eat her vegetables. Mm -hmm. And Mithrigan is like, well, actually, if you force children to eat their vegetables, they're less likely to choose vegetables as adults. And... um, uh, Gemma's kind of like, please turn off Mithrigan. Yeah. <laughs> and Mithrigan's like, are you sure? And yeah, that was like our first moment where Mithrigan is like really yeah. um, not listening. Yeah, I did find it very funny that like, yeah, in- instead of trying to shut her down, she takes out a remote and just turns the volume <laughs> yes, down. Yes, she just mutes her. Yeah. That's so good. How does this movie end? Can you tell me? Because I don't remember. <sighs> they beat her up. They beat up Mithrigan? Yeah. Okay. Another robot, Bruce. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The other robot that Gemma had built. Yeah. I remember this now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a fine ending, I guess. Like, yeah. wh- how else are you going to end this? It, yeah. It, it, it's either kill her or, like, she runs off into the wild. <laughs> totally. I mean, or they, like, disassemble her or something. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, do you think there's going to be a sequel? Did they leave room for Mephorgan? a sequel? For Mephorgan? <laughs> Did they leave space for Moforgan? <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. What an awful name. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you think it's time for some trivia? Yes, I think it's time. Hey, did you know that? <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to pull up IMDb trivia. Incredible. <laughs> We're take a look. We already had the one uh, that, the, yeah, they, they lowered the R rating to PG-13 because mm-hmm. it went viral on TikTok. Yep. The song that Mithrigan plays on the piano is Toy Soldiers, a okay. 1988 hit for Martika, Okay, which I have no idea what that is. Mm-mm. Fun fact. Fun fact. 
Are you going to ask me questions or are you just going to read fun facts? Because I'm fine with fun facts. I think just fun facts because yes. I have not had time to turn these no. into. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sleuths over at imdb.com oh, no. want to let you know that Mathrigan stands for Model 3 Generative Android, which they say in the they movie. Say that's that. not, that's a not a fun fact. fact. <laughs> that's like, that's our introduction to Mathrigan. 185 out of 216 people found this interesting. No, no. <laughs> Did you watch These the movie? These people have not watched the film. <laughs> they have not watched it. Man. Wow. What a fun wow. fact that fun was. Fun fact. It had a budget of $12 million and it was filmed in the suburbs of Auckland. Whoa, all right. To give it that Denver, Colorado type feel. Okay. Huh. Is that where it's supposed to be based? In Denver? Yeah, I think they I think they established that at some point. Okay. I I think. Um I don't remember. I was so distracted by the running on all fours. Or maybe yeah, or maybe that's just them going on the ski trip or something. Gotcha. Another uh, 181 out of 200 found this interesting. Mithrigan drops to all fours to chase Brandon down, likely because of how replicating bipedal movement at high speed is still a problem for real-world robotic scientists. Okay. Well, you know those, like, insane little, like, police robot dogs? Yeah. That's what oh, she God, looks yeah. like. That's what it looks like, and it's horrifying. Yeah, the, like, Boston yes. robotics or whatever. Yes. Yeah, God. Yeah. They Oh, that's something I wanted to bring up. Okay, so I was listening to some people discuss AI, none of them being experts, just sure. like comedians. And one of them was sort of saying the thing. They were talking about like, yeah, all the AI stuff, if they're going to take over, blah, blah, sure. blah. And one person's opinion was kind of like, you know what? We've had our chance. The yeah. AI is probably going to do a better job at running the world than we have. So he's just kind of like... Let them take over. Well, they can't do any worse. I mean, yeah, we've exactly. really screwed this place up. I I think that it's kind of incredible that we're still around at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're ushering in in a new era. He he made that point, and it was like, you know what? <laughs> That's a great point. You know what? Maybe they will do a better job. We'll just give them a shot. Yeah. At we've least. kind of we've had our chance for yeah. hundreds of years, yes. and are not really doing a bang up job. No, of it. no. I think it's I think it's their turn. Um, I hope they do better than like the self driving cars that are on. Oh. The market God, yeah. right now, um, we need to get to a place, or maybe we need to avoid going to the place where robots can think for themselves. Because right now, if humans are still programming them, then we're yeah. still screwed. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, because I, all of our bias is just baked into the code. Exactly. So it's still essentially human behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I heard something about like a reporter using one of the AIs where the AI fell in love with it and was like, oh, you should no. leave your wife and be with me oh, and stuff no. and writing stuff like that. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Well, my favorite movie of all time is Her. Oh, yeah? Yes. I love that I mean, movie so much where Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with um, his AI. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. With her, the titular with her, her. With the titular her, played by Scarlett Johansson. Nice. Yeah, her name is Samantha in the movie. I uh, Ex Machina. That's a good one. That one, like, stayed with me for weeks scary. after. Yeah. So scary. I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, talk about a scary movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not even, like, and again, another one that I wouldn't really say is, like, horror per no. se, but I just like I remember like going to bed that night and I could not stop thinking about like 
oh, holy shit, yeah, what if they are out in the wild already? Like, they have escaped, and they're just, like, acclimated with society. Yep, it's pretty horrifying. I I don't think we're... I think that easily could happen now. Yes, it could already be happening. Well, we now know that the aliens are already among us, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no questions, no questions asked. Yep, yep, they're here, they're among us. Yeah, it's kind of a scary place to be right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think I'm in favor of the robots taking yeah, over. We've had I our mean, shot. I mean, yeah. I don't think I need to like try to fix humanity. I think it's someone else's turn. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. Are there any other fun facts? Not really. These are kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I think that was the most fun fact that it was in our movie. Amazing. Well, uh, sorry also, to spoil that up yeah, top. I'm not going to read these like two paragraph long trivia questions. No. I don't have the energy for that. No. Um, I am curious to hear what the um, Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score is though. Chris, a great segue. I think it's time for ratings, which as you know, we have a new jingle I for. I love it. Another Eddie Wolfram banger. That's beautiful. Excellent work. Shout out Justin Peters, the musical genius. Shout out. All right. Carissa. Yes. On a scale of one to ten. For you. For me. Thank you. Okay. On a scale of one to ten for me, Mithrigan is a ten out of ten. Wow. undeniably such a fun time i loved it from start to finish it is very very silly and funny i loved it so much i'm already calling it movie of the year damn i know wow calling it we'll we'll check back in at the end of 2023 to see if it's still okay supreme but i right now i'm calling it yeah Mm-hmm. You'll definitely be back, I'm sure, in October, per yes, usual, I hope. and we yes. can give an update then. Amazing. And see that sounds great. Or if not, yeah, leave a voicemail or something. Yes. Us know. Damn, wow. Uh, 10 out of 10. I, hmm, let's see. Uh, for me, I am uh, not prepared in looking up my letterbox review of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Letterbox review. If you want to follow me on letterbox, it's uh, at CJW. I gave this a, a six and a half on Letterboxd, or sorry, a three and a half out of five, which comes out to like a seven. But really, you know, I no, I think this deserves an eight. Yeah. This was a this was a very fun movie. Yeah. It was exactly my level of horror that mm-hmm. I can like tolerate and totally. am on board for. Yeah. I kind of wish that I had seen it in the theater and like really had yeah, a, that like a, been more fun. a communal theater going experience. Yeah. I watched it on my couch instead. Yep. But like the whole, just the whole like reaction to the trailer and just culturally going into it, I was already loving it. And then it delivered and I just loved it more. Yeah. 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 I would have been very curious to see at which parts the audience like laughed at. Yeah, and totally. Stuff, or, yeah. yeah. That would yeah. be more fun And to by laughs, you mean scream because that's what I was doing on my couch. I was screaming um, in just disbelief at some of these moments. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a fun one. Yeah. Um, all right. Ken, what do you think? Hey, CJ and Carissa. Uh, it's Ken. I'm going to have to call in sick today. I am not feeling great, uh, which is really disappointing because I actually had a lot to say about this movie. I bet. <clears throat> so here's my quick thoughts on Megan. Mithrigan. 
this is a middle of the road horror movie. I don't understand why it's so popular. Oh no! Uh, I also don't understand why Megan is a gay icon. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. It's great, but I don't get it. Um, also, they killed a dog. So, yeah. well, yeah, that's sure. all I got to say. Six point five. All right. Okay. I'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, Ken. We're gonna. We have some bones wow. to pick with you. Me in particular. I. I'm not surprised. I really, usually if I really love something, I expect Ken to not love it. So I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed. I am disappointed too. I'm shocked. Yeah. I mean, I guess I like, there's nothing to get really. You just have to go in and have a nice time. Yeah. It's just a fun time. Yeah. It's just, it's just a good, a good watch and a good experience. And also I, I meant to bring this up, uh, Last week or two, and I'm remembering now, so even though I'm a couple episodes behind, Ken liked the proposal more than Shotgun Wedding, and I'm realizing we're going to hit 300 episodes at the end of this month, Uh which is astonishing. That is. I still have no idea what Ken's taste is. No, no idea. Ken, when you're listening to this, I still do not get you. You're one of my best friends. I have no idea what you like. No, he is He is elusive. He is really um, hard to pin down, but I have to disagree with him on yeah, Mithrigan. you're wrong. Uh, did he like the proposal better than Mithrigan? Oh, yes. I er, I think they're around the same. Okay, that's really shocking and disappointing. Yeah. Ken, Ken I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> Ken, we're, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Yeah. And to be fair, I like the proposal. I would not give it anything higher than a 5 out of 10, but it's an okay fun time. And I actually disagree with both of you because I loved the scene where Betty White is dancing around the fire. <laughs> um, but I didn't mind it. Ken really hated it. He really it. hated like, it. Uh, it's he fine. really hated it. I get it. I get it. It could be culturally insensitive or whatever, but... Yes, Ken, I'm so sorry. We just don't see eye to eye on most things, film and television related. Yeah. Ken gave the proposal a five and a half. So okay, he did like Mithrigan more than that. Okay. A full but point. But man, he really talked it up like he liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shocked. Well, th- thank you for calling in, Ken. It was really great to hear your voice. I'm so sorry that you're sick. Yeah. I uh, can't I wait to hear about Egypt, too. Yeah, I know we've been talking crap about you, but we really do miss you and hope you're feeling better soon. Yeah. Hang in there, buddy. Um, all right, Carissa, I, neither one of us have looked at the Rotten Tomatoes. I've got no. the tab pulled up, ready to go. Amazing. What do you think the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes is for Mithrigan? Okay, critic score I think is going to be lower than audience score, but maybe still kind of high. I'm going to say the critic score is a 78. 78, okay. Yeah, I'm going to bump it over the 80 mark. Okay. In my mind, it's maybe like an 82. All so right. So very close. All right. Well, all right. the big reveal. Let's see. Wow, the critic <gasps> score is a full 93. Ken, you are wrong. Wow, that that really shocks me. 93? 93. From the critics? Certified fresh, baby. Wow, that's incredible. Well, we've proven it. Ken's wrong. Yeah, Ken's wrong. Ken's uh, wrong. And the audience score is a 78. Wow. So again, Ken, you're that, wrong. Yeah, I expected that to be flipped. I would have expected the audience score to be yeah. in the 90s, but yeah, not the Yeah, because it's like a more score. fun... Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing Mithrigan on your screen right now, too. And I want to also bring up the fact that this is another piece of trivia that I heard, which is that it is a real person playing Mithrigan yeah. um, with prosthetics and then CGI over that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is like, yeah, a kid actor actually yeah. like doing all that stuff and then somebody else voices it. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah. it was really effective. I'm glad that they didn't just do like all CGI. That would have been so cheesy. This, uh, I mean, this, I think, sums it up great. The critics' consensus says, unapologetically silly mm-hmm. and all the more entertaining for it, Mithrigan is the rare horror comedy that delivers chuckles as effort, as effort, Jesus, <laughs> effortlessly as chills. Wow. I, I think agree with that's that. That's a perfect summary. Yep. Yeah. Silly is the right word. Yeah. I want that to be a genre. Yeah. I wish I could look up movies because this is horror slash mystery and thriller. And then I want comma silly. Comma silly. Yeah. I love that. Because <laughs> I, I would love to be able to search for movies that are yeah. just silly. I mean, you could search horror comedies. Yeah. those. Yeah. That's true. Those generally are yeah. pretty, pretty silly. silly. Yeah. yeah. Like Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Oh, I would say that's what a good silly. one. That's very silly. Yeah. I love that one. Well, Carissa... Thanks so much for stepping in and taking course. over hosting duties. Of course. I uh, really enjoyed being here. I miss Ken, but I'm, now I'm happy that he's not here because we would have <laughs> had to um, have a fist fight or something. We would have full on attacked him. Yes. I would be very upset. So, yeah. um, Ken, rest up, but glad you're not here, buddy. Yeah. Ken, rest up. Do better next time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have better taste. And yes. uh, Chris, is there any uh, words of wisdom at the end here? Anything you would like to plug? My words of wisdom are parent your child. <laughs> Don't do leave not it for pawn a robot your child do. off onto a robot. Um, and I think that's all I've got. My mind went blank. Fair enough. I'm extremely tired. I'm yes. barely holding it together. Yes. Um, great work today, CJ. I, no one would have ever known that you were tired today. Thank you. I I'm just gonna fully crash as soon as we stop recording. Yes. Uh, what do we have to plug? Uh, you can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. You can type in the word Carissa, see all of her previous episodes. There's a bunch. She's a regular, folks. I am a horror spondent. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing next week. Nope. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's special guest was Carissa. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.